Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Jason Hammer joins us in the studio from the number one rated Hammer and Nigel program. Okay, so there is the Hogsett-Jefferson-Shreve debate. That's coming up on October 23rd, 6 p.m., Wish TV. They have to ask where he was during the riots. Whoever It's Phil. Phil, mm-hmm. like, Phil's one of the moderators. There's no way Phil Sanchez, being a great journalist that he is, is not going to ask Joe Hogsett, where were you during the riots? I mean, she's okay. running ads about this. Let's just, for argument's sake, say that Phil doesn't. I don't know what he's going to ask, but let's say that he doesn't. If you're Jefferson Shreve, mm-hmm. don't you bring that up in one of your answers? Right out of the gate. Every answer should be, where were you during the riots? You're spending a gajillion dollars on this radio station mm-hmm. and TV and everything else asking the question, how does every answer not involve pinning Joe Hogsett down on where he was during the riots? And now that Jefferson Shreve is finally running ads that ask where Joe Hogsett was during the riots... Where are all the other TV stations? Now, Wish TV's Alexis, we played the audio. She did ask Joe Hogsett to his face, where were you during the riots? And he gave some cockamamie answer that he was at home supervising, which we have (laughs) colleagues that say that's a complete lie because they've spoken to people who may or may not have been in another location with him. And there's absolutely no verifiable trail whatsoever that he was supervising because now it's come out through our buddy Robert Evans that Joe Hogsett does, I guess, city business on a personal email account so that you can't track him or trace him or Hmm. it's much harder to do. But there's no verifiable anything of him emailing, texting, phone calling, nothing leading during the riots whatsoever. Because you can't send a FOIA request for a personal email Hmm. and that's what Boss Hogsett did when he was doing business. Now, if somebody could find an email that Joe Hawksett was doing from his personal account that had city business attached to it, then you've got him. But everybody over there, they're on the same team. Like, you got to tip your hat to the, the shady Hogsett administration. They know how to cheat. They know how to hide things. And they're pretty good at it. But it ultimately rests on the media in this city because if everybody teamed up, old two, like, let's take old two L's, for example. The dumpster diving guy <laughs> at Channel 13. Yeah, who, who uh, incorrectly just dug to the ends of the earth to try to prove you guys wrong about Camp Atterbury. And then when he was wrong uh did you guys ever even get an apology oh no 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 of course not <laughs> think of two l's put the same effort into dumpster Finding diving on Hogset that he tried to do on you guys in camp atterbury even if you guys had been wrong you're not in the government you have no power over anyone and that guy about had an aneurysm mm-hmm. trying to prove you guys incorrect but when it's Hogset, the mayor who no one knows where he is during the riots oh 
nothing from old two L's or anybody else in this city. Well, because that's not the narrative that he's promoting. Right. So many people were on the take for that Atterbury thing, right? Like, I had folks that were coming at me, like, that day, you don't know what you're talking about. Please stop. And it was so out of character for them. You could tell they were told, don't tell anybody about what's happening. We're getting a lot of money here. Mm -hmm. Shut your mouth and play ball. And the stories I was getting from folks... You know, no pun intended, boots on the ground yeah. at Atterbury were like, yeah, this is what's really happening. And the government, believe it or not, proved me right. So Channel 13 was wrong about that. But Rob, you're absolutely right. Think about all the effort they went into to carry the water for the Afghan refugees down at Atterbury. Joe Hogsett was missing during riots. This is the capital city. This is a city that has hosted a Super Bowl. We have the Final Four on a regular basis. We host the world's largest one-day sporting event. The mayor went missing while businesses Mm -hmm. were being looted, fires were being set, and windows were broken, and it's crickets. Damn crickets from most of the media in the city. And everybody knows the rumors that are out there and the allegations that have made by by mainstream people right about where Joe Hawks it was. How could you not be just a little curious? But then you get the thing in Indie Star where random confused accidental act of journalism breaks out. She asks him the him being Hawks at the question. He gives this pathetically ridiculous non-answer, and there's no follow-up. Like, sir, that is not an answer. Let me do you need me to rephrase the question? Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where the guy was, and he can't provide an answer. And now you've got the opponent of that guy running ads that say, no photo for Joe during the riots. Where was he? He was nowhere to be found, which that should have been happening months ago, Absolutely. but that's a separate discussion. But you would think that would trigger one of these investigative offices around Indy. Every TV station has their investigative reporters. And as of right now, Wish TV was the only one that has asked Joe Hawkset to his face, where were you during the riots? You think, uh, uh, and obviously he's not going to come on this show or your show and answer, but you think Shreve regrets listening to the big guy? I mean, the big the big guy. The, yeah, that, the, the porky fella. <laughs> <laughs> when we say the big guy, we're... we're and I can say the- this because I am fat too, so like... <laughs> you don't you know mean how, Joe Biden. Yeah. No, like yeah. Abdul can say things about the black community we can't say. I can say things about fat people because I am one. There's a fat guy helping his, his campaign. <laughs> Do you think he regrets listening to... See how I teed that up for you? Thank That's you. That's why we work well together. Uh... Do you think he regrets now because he's doing the thing we said he should have done from the beginning, which clearly tells me his internals aren't showing that going after law-abiding gun owners and talking about abortion was really moving the needle in his behalf. Do you think he's sitting there going, man, I got some really crappy advice from these establishment Marion County Republicans because he's doing the thing he should have done from the beginning? But he's not alone. And this is what we have found out in this process. If you think Jefferson Shreve is just the unicorn, the Republican who's wanting gun control, welcome to the party, Bal, because he's not alone. The fat guy that we talked about, he's one of them. And the new chick that's going to be like the chair of the GOP. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Fat guy used to work at Hathaway's campaign or her office. Oh, yeah. And all of them, they're the same. They're anti-2A Republicans. Republicans. Now, listen, if you're not a gun person, that's fine. I understand it. Not everybody is a gun person that's a Republican. 
but don't run a campaign right out of the gate that blames law-abiding citizens mm-hmm. for this mess on the circle. He couldn't wait to do that. That was the first damn thing he did, and as Rob points out all the time, he sure as hell didn't do that in the primary. What if he came out and he said, I made a mistake, that was the wrong move, I'm changing directions. Why should I believe him now? Mm. Like, what has he done now to warrant the trust? And people ask me all the time, will you be mad if Jefferson Shreve wins the election? I won't, because Joe Hawkset sucks that bad. But I really don't think it's going to be much of a difference. Mm. That's the thing. I've got two guys here. One of them we know is just an absolute dumpster fire in Joe Hawkset. The other one blames people like me for the problems out here. Like, it's my fault that these repeat offenders keep getting let out, but I'm a law-abiding citizen who owns a gun, who's never been arrested, and hot damn, he could not wait Mm -hmm. to talk about that as the crux of his campaign. All right, can we switch gears for a second? I've got to just air a grievance here for a moment. Oh, it's Festivus. The airing of grievances. (laughs) And it's not at you. Uh, You know... You you, got a lot of problems with these people? Well, look, here's the thing. Okay, so uh, Hammer, thanks to his sports betting prowess, hit helped me hit a four-leg parlay on Sunday for the Mm -hmm. NFL, put a whole bunch of money in my account. So I look at it, hey, I'm playing with house money. Um, And so the last couple, Sunday night and then Monday Night Football, I said, hey, let's throw a few few coins on whatever game you want to pick, and that way it'll give us a rooting interest, and it's, uh, you know, three hours of entertainment for a very small— You're playing with profits. Right, exactly. I'm not losing anything. Sure. The NFL stinks. These games stink. Like, I'm watching these games, and I am trying very passionately to be interested in them because I have money on them. And I'll tell you what, that Raiders-Steelers game was a turd. That Bucks eagles game was a turd. That Rams-Bengals game was a turd. I've, I'm buying my way into interest, and you know how I am with money, Casey, mm-hmm. and I was struggling to get through them. They Are you s- saying the white Bengal uniforms weren't enough for the, you? The national game, that 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 Chiefs-Bears game, st- I mean, these games stink. There are some bad teams and bad quarterbacks in this league. Like, when people say, I can't believe that Patrick Mahomes make this money, or whoever... If you're a good quarterback, you deserve it because we've seen some bad quarterback play in some of these prime time games. I mean, I was on the struggle bus Sunday night to stay awake to the end of that Steelers Raiders game, and the bet I had went right down to the very end. And it's like this play is so bad and it is so boring. And the coaching, too. You're down eight <laughs> at the five yard line, and Josh McDaniels, who was this close to being the Colts head coach at one point, says, Nah, we better kick a field goal. Yeah. And then, shockingly, they never got the ball back. Well, and then, you know, we had that game last night with the, the Bucks and the Eagles that we had an interest in, and it is like watching a high school football team with the Buccaneers offense, and it was like, oh my gosh, I am, I, like, I'm struggling to get through this game. Of course, I can't turn it off because i got money on it, but it's like, well, that's why, the, why the Chiefs brought in Taylor Swift. I mean, they're trying everything they can. <laughs> the Buccaneers game last night, Baker Mayfield, he's kind of like Jameis Winston, right? He's the white Jameis Winston. You're either going to get the best game you've ever seen in your life, or you're going to get something to make you go, you should be working at the snack bar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a play, Casey, where the, you know, the Buccaneers have the ball, and he drops back to pass, and there is like a C, like the it part of like Moses would have looked at that and been like, "Look at the hole!" <laughs> and he decides to throw in the rain. He mm-hmm. could have run for fifty yards. Hammer or I could have picked up the first down and then some. And he decides in the rain to throw a fifty-yard pass that is not from me to that wall over there. You're a receiver, and we're looking at this going. 
What is he doing? Well, what? Did he not do his checkdowns or... Made a bad decision. And yeah, you would think that a guy who's been in the league making. this long yes! would be able to fix that. There's a great meme that goes around, and I've seen it about Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston. <laughs> if they worked in any other field, would they be this wildly inconsistent, one way or the other? Yeah. Like if Jameis Winston ran a daycare, when you dropped your kid <laughs> off in the morning, when you went back in the afternoon to pick him up, he would either be fluent in Chinese or be dead. <laughs> There's no in between. Uh, uh, and then one other thing we got to talk about here, and the NFL's got to get a handle on this. The Buccaneers had a chance to impact that game at the end if they kept trying and called their timeouts. And they just gave up. They just quit. They just quit. I mean, it's like, hey, you stop them, we get a timeout, we get the ball back. If the NFL's going to take people's money on sports betting, <laughs> don't you have an obligation that the team actually has to try hey, to the end of the game? Sean McVay it? knows the spread. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay kicked a meaningless field goal last week for the Rams that had no impact on the game at all in the closing seconds, and it covered the spread. I mean, I had two bets on that game, and they both depended on the Buccaneers trying at the end of the game. Either way, if they had just tried, I would have won the bet. And they refuse to try. Mm, I'm sorry. So, yeah, you're right. There are some bad teams in the NFL. Uh, the haves and the have-nots are really starting to uh, <laughs> separate themselves, it seems like. And my gosh, the Bears are not going to win a game. They're going to be the first 0-17 team. So this weekend, Rob, how much do you love the Bears? Because they play the Broncos. Now, the Broncos just gave up a 70-burger to the Miami Dolphins. And now the Bears are playing the Dolphins. Final score, Broncos 35, Bears 3. Oh, no. I think you should. You guys should just stick to college football. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Do you see the ratings for NBC for the Ohio State-Notre Dame game? Oh, yeah. It should have been good. It was the game of the year so far. And that Game of the year. Highest rated game in 30 years. Yeah. Ten and a half million viewers. On NBC, right. But they don't air a lot of college football. They They air Notre Dame games. Yeah. Aren't they airing some Big Ten games? Yes. Well, yeah. The the low-level games. Right. You're not getting Ohio State-Michigan on NBC. When you get undefeated like Georgia against Bama, that's probably going to beat, you know, uh, an NBC game. What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, Bill O'Reilly is going to join us. How exciting. He's going to call into the program. We're going to do it live after five. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) And uh, we're going to have a good time. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Yeah!